Hey, this is Dennis. And this is Lonnie. We thank you so much for tuning in to Better Together. This is a place where we keep it real. We discuss topics like what, honey? Marriage, family, sex. Ooh la la. Yes. <laughs> Dating after marriage and how to safeguard your marriage is so much more. So much more. So we want you to sit back and relax. We're better together because guess what? Guess what? We're, We're better, better together. together. <laughs> Bye. Welcome, welcome back to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Well, we are back. We are back up in the place up in here. We are up in here. so excited to start this new series. Yes. This one's, I mean, I always say these are going to be good ones. I yeah. always say that, but this we, one is really hitting heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For married couples, this is something that, you know, we really want to dig into it deep. So right. hold on to whatever you need to hold on to. Yeah. Because we're about to just about to take off. So um, no holes barred. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about meeting the emotional needs of your spouse. Oh, oh. Meeting the emotional needs of your spouse. Okay. That sounds good. But yeah. before we dive into that, you know, we always have to talk about our dates. Yeah. And we did a sponsor. It was spontaneous today. Very. Um, Hubby was like, I-, I need a date. I'm like, okay, babes, that's cool. All right. You yeah. Know, you know, let's go hang. And yeah, we, we had a good time. We actually went to uh, a hibachi grill. Yeah. Uh, where they, they went and threw the meat on the grill. The guy was hilarious. Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> Um, and it was something different. Uh, we went there once before. We went there with the kids, but just to go out on a date and just have fun with the wife and laugh and and eat good food and fellowship, met some great people while we sat with them, and it was it was just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're really um, we were talking after that, and we had met some cool people, and we had talked about some things. Once the weather really starts clearing up around, we're starting to get more sunshine around here, right. doing some more outdoor things. So you're going to hear a lot of things that we're doing instead of eating all the time but we don't just eat all the time but we're going to dive into some things where we're going to get outside and maybe do some right you know kites and bike riding and things like that so we're looking really forward to the, the uh, recreational things and that's even one of the things that we'll talk about recreational um um companionship that we'll talk about some things that we could do you know, that's even with our dating. That's a, that go even further in that. With that, yeah, just you know, just being in a position where we're still dating. You know, uh, keeping it fresh. Yes, and keeping it keeping it one hundred. Just just enjoying each other. You should always be. You shouldn't get to the place where you are. You shouldn't get what? to the place where you like. Man, I, can't, I just can't wait till she go to work. Oh my lord, no! I can't wait till he gets home. Uh, I mean, yeah. after this scene, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait till she go to work so I can have the house to myself. Oh my! Or the other way around, I can't wait till he leaves <laughs> until I have the house to myself. That shouldn't be like that. It should. It not, should not. It should no. be. You should enjoy your spouse, even though we at times get on each other's nerves. Most of all, you. I love. Yeah. I love hanging out with my wife. Same. And that's how I should be in your marriage because you are you are uh, with with each other for life, and you should enjoy each other's company. That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I I deeply agree with that about having fun with your spouse. That should be your best friend. Yeah, it should yes, be. It should definitely. be. It should be. <laughs> well, we are going to dive into this because the, the clock is definitely ticking on this, and it we is. definitely want to dive into it about meeting your meeting your spouse's emotional needs. So, what does that mean to you, babes, when you you think about that? 
Well, meeting meeting my meeting your needs is 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 essential, and it's it's something I strive for, and it's something I um you know ask God constantly. How can I meet the emotional needs of my wife? And so we talked about in a series a long time ago called Vertical Commitment, and we talked about how you know our connection starts with God first, then horizontal to our spouse, mm-hmm. and you know in meeting those needs. And so uh, you know I still we still talk about how. You know, you, you know, my my it shouldn't be on me to meet be that emotional support, be the emotional support, not being the emotional support, but being emotional a support for my wife, because she should be going to God like like me and getting that getting that getting that emotional support. But at the same time, I am a I am a major support to my wife emotionally, and I don't want her to you know go to another man or whatever. Cause I mean, you can, you can, you can, you know, typically, you know, what you're dealing with is women find emotional support. They, 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 we talking about, let's talk about sex for a minute. So. Oh, you jump right into that. <laughs> we jump right into Man, it. That's not even, that's on the list. Okay. That's I'm sorry. The- I'm sorry. <laughs> See I'm sorry. where he's at. I already but, know what his but, but, is sexual but, fulfillment. But, but, but going, but going, well, typically men, men are sexual beings. We are visual. We are we're visual. We 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 get we have sex. We get we have we we have sex through visual. We see, we look. That's why the Bible says, you know, that's what Job said. I make a covenant with my eyes and right. I look upon a woman or a maid. So we find we we see a woman and we see a breast, we see butt, and we like, okay, that look good. You know, typically women, you know, they they get emotional, they find emotions. Yeah, they get they, they get through sex or to get to the sex that it's a it's an emotional thing more with a woman for most women i'm not gonna say all women yeah, most women but that's a lot of times it is like that with yeah. with women it, yeah. it, it's it has to start with that attention and he's right. listening to me and right. he hears me and then before you know it mm-hmm. you're in a situation where you're like how did i end up in the bed or how did i end up in this situation right. um in regards to that, because it doesn't start, um, it starts emotionally. Yeah, a lot of times with women. Um, I think about this when I was in high school. Oh my God, I'm telling on myself. Mm. When I was in high school, and um, tell it, <laughs> tell it, tell it, tell it. No, just with with acting, because mm-hmm. I come as being a from a thespian background, and anytime we would have like plays or musicals and things like that, and if there was anybody in there playing like a husband and wife role or um, anything like that, mm. um, where they were boot, well, kind of coupled up. Mm. And we had to practice it so much and so much that we had to become that role. Yeah. A lot of times after that, those individuals started dating right. just for a time being because they started really getting into character and like, man, we might could do a relationship. A lot of times they didn't last because it was based off of, of, of it wasn't even a true story. It was just something they were acting out, but they fell in love with the character mm-hmm. of, oh, he's so, oh, he's so cool. And I'm spending time with him and all these emotions are brewing up and the, the relationship starts brew. It brews from there. So I'm just saying when I was there, I dated the guy because he played my husband or, or <laughs> <laughs> like because I felt like oh he's so cute but normally I probably wouldn't even want to hang out with this guy and I know I've kind of right. moved on to a 
a different topic, but I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of saying that that's what can happen. You can get emotionally involved with somebody because you're spending time with them. They may compliment you on something and say, right. you look nice and you might not even, your husband may not have hugged you that day. Mm. Let's just be real. You, you may not even got a kiss that day. Y'all were too, you were busy. You were trying to get the da- your daughter's hair together or get cereal and everything together. He's rushing out and he leaves and doesn't give you, show you any affection or any yeah. attention. Yeah. But you go to work and the first thing the guy says is, oh, you wore your hair different today. And it could start right there. Mm. You wore your hair different. Mm. Then the next day, oh, you have on a new sweater. I really like that color on you. Your husband didn't even notice you had on a new sweater or even knew what color it was or comp- didn't compliment you. And that's where stuff, the emotional, that's why I'm saying where the emotional attachment could happen easily with women. <laughs> and see, and see with us, you know, it's visual. Mm-hmm. We see a woman that, you know, men get their knees met emotionally too, but a lot of times what gets men in trouble is the visual. We see okay, we see yeah. the visual. We don't care about the emotional, less about the emotional. We yeah. we see you give us a little attention and we just we see how because the thing is, we see how fine you are, and then the emotional comes with that. Mm-hmm. But you can be mean or whatever, and 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 long as long as you know, as long as you know, just being honest, as long as as the body parts look good, oh wow, we're gonna be sucked in by that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, that's that's the, we're we're visual beings. We see things visually, you know, and that's why. And I'm gonna go here. That's why a lot of men go go they 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 go hard to paint for for money and power because they want the car, mm-hmm. they want the clothes, mm-hmm. they you know because they see that and they get drawn in by that. You know, like I'm gonna read a scripture, okay. kind of what my wife talked about the emotional part. This this started in Genesis, Genesis chapter three. Women, y'all can blame Eve for this. Blame Eve, blame Eve for this. But it, in, anyway, it's what it said was it said that uh, that, you know, the, you know, the temptation and fall of man in Genesis chapter three, it said uh, now the serpent was more cunning than any other beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And it says and he said to the woman as God indeed said you should not eat of every tree of the garden. Now he's te- he's testing her based on what Adam already told it, what, what God already told Adam. OK, so. He says, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat, we may eat of the food. Now she's laying down what, what, what God told Adam or what, right. what they told her. And it says, we may eat the fruit of the trees, but, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you should not eat it, nor should you touch it, lest you die. Okay. Now, at that point, that's what, that's what, that's what Eve said. Uh-huh. And that was stated. And she should have been like, in the name of, she should have been like, get away from here. <laughs> right. Get out of here. Okay. Cause you're lying. And then a certain, now she's still listening to the serpent. The serpent, certain, the serpent, they say it was cunning, right? That means right. sneaky, right? Uh-huh. And it says, then this, this, the serpent said to the woman, you will not, you, sh- you will not surely die. Eve, now he started pointing to God, at paying God, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. So, why does she need to be like God? You know what I'm saying? Why does she need to be? I mean, we're we're like God in the mm-hmm. sense, but why was she concerned about you know that? You know, she's already like God. So why was she? Why did why did why did had to, he played on her emotions, her yeah. emotional state? Yeah. Because he started having her think. You know, I believe this is what I believe in that one contest. I believe she started feeling feeling like God was holding back something from her, or God didn't tell her the truth. When God purely said, He truly said, you know, to them. 
that you should not eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and right. evil. And watch this. It says, so when the woman saw that, the tree was good. Now, he played mm. on her emotions right there. Yeah. Because he got her to look at at the at at this bad this tree they shouldn't tree, they shouldn't eat of because he she knows if they eat of the tree they're gonna die so he he played on her emotions yep, to eat that tree because she thought because she thought she she thought it was good right why gotta be good when God said it was bad it was evil he said don't eat of that tree that's a tree you shouldn't eat but she said it's, it's good because why the serpent played on her emotions right. watch this and it says in that. It was pleasant to the eye. So she got, she seen that it was good. That's the, emo, that's the emotional mm. pull in. And then she starts saying, it ain't that bad. How many women have seen the brother that was, that was full of the devil? And they say, I can change him. Oh my goodness. I can, he ain't that bad. I mean, he, he may cuss a little bit and drink, but, but he, he, and he's like, we, but I, I change him. Yeah. We think, yeah, you think you can change a bad boy. <laughs> And the, and the men have done that too. Oh they turn around and say, you know, well, is she all right? You know, I, you know, she, you know, she, she good. She'll change, and or you know, the sex is good. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Now watch this. And it says, in the tree desirable to make one wise. Now, the trick, the trick, the the, the the tree to make one. She took of it because she thought that tree was gonna make her wise. Why? Because the enemy lied to her and told her that, you know, you would not die, but God said you would die. We're going to go by what God says, but no, mm -hmm. she went the other way. Watch this. And it says she took of it and she ate it and she also gave it to her husband. So Adam was standing right there, man. Yeah, he was. He said he was standing right there when that serpent was serpent was uh, deceiving his wife. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, so she got pulled in emotionally. So he fell on his assignment, man. It's like it's like this. And, I, and this, this is this is just a weird, weird revelation. The thing is. It's kind of like another man talking, persuading your wife to sin, also or, or persuading your wife to have an affair with with her. Would you stand in there and you just said, you know what? Here you go. <laughs> Here you, you, go. you take you take over this this stuff too. So he got him. He got him. He got him. Folk. He got him away. He got both of them away from God and had them focus on the fruit that they shouldn't have ate. And it says she gave it to her husband, so he ate of it. Right? Adam should have been like, no, no, no. That's right. not what God said. Right. But he allowed his wife to get emotionally tied up with that situation, eat of that fruit, and their eyes were open, and they seen they were naked, and they sold uh, treat you know fig leaves together. You know, so my point in saying that is, is this: when you allow your emotions to to dictate and, and override what God says, that's when you get in trouble. And so, with meeting your emotional needs of your spouse. Whatever God said to do with your spouse, that's how you do it. That's why we got to go. That's why the vertical commitment is with God first, and then we go and meet our emotional needs of, of your spouse. Man, I'm going to tell you one thing. My wife is so good at meeting my emotional needs. She's uh, she's good at meeting my other needs, too. Oh, hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And I try to <laughs> and I try to be that emotional needs because the Bible says in first. Let me read. I'm going to let my wife talk, but I'm going to say one more scripture. Okay. And we're going to go to First Peter chapter 3. Verse seven, first Peter chapter three, verse seven, and it says this, and it says, husband, likewise. Now, before that, it's talking about how a woman should be, should, should actually, it, it talks about how a woman should actually let her lifestyle or her conduct Confidence. be won over how that should, how that should win over her husband. 
that's chapter that's the first Peter chapter one and verse two but then it says i'm going on to verse seven it says husbands likewise now he's telling the husband how he should flow with his wife Husbands are like, I'm telling you, husbands, listen to this nugget. It helps me with my wife. Been married to her. I've been married to this woman for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know how she is. I know, I know my wife. I'm still growing to know her. But it says, husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding. Amen. Dwell with them. That means you're living, you're 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 inhabiting their emotions. You're you're ha- inhabiting them with understanding. You're studying them. Giving honor to the wife as the as to the weaker vessel. As being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers not be that may not be answered. It's a this this. I'm gonna break this down right quick. Dwelling with her, you're inhabiting your wife, her emotional state, her physical state. You're inhabiting her, and you flowing with her according to with understanding. Because women, I'm gonna tell you one thing about women, and women can attest to this. You are are very complex. Men, we're like one way. Men are women are so multitask and most most multi knowing it. Oh, that makes a woman complex. Mm-hmm. And being and we're dealing with complexities, you have to study her. You have to get to know her. You have to find out what makes her tick. She might not like flowers one day. I know my wife loves flowers, but my wife might might not like flowers one day. She may like some the next day. That's what makes the woman so unique. That it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a level of complexity and uniqueness that come with her. Complexity is not a good, not a bad thing. Yeah. But it says, giving honor her. I give honor to my wife. Mm-hmm. I honor her. When she, when she requests, I honor her. I listen. I try to make sure I listen to her and honor her. You do that. And it says, as the weaker vessel, yeah, women naturally, just being honest, they, yeah, they are a weak vessel. I know some women out here can knock a man out, right? But I'm just saying, <laughs> women, physically, men are, are a little bit stronger than women, you know, just being honest. And it's, but, but watch this. What overrides all of that is being heirs together of the great together of the grace of life. I'm joint heirs with my wife. I'm I am in I'm a co-laborer with my wife in the grace of life, meaning I'm in the grace, I'm in the kingdom of God. So what guess what? When I acknowledge all these things, my prayers won't be hindered. So that means that if I don't adhere and study her, give honor to her, recognize she's weaker than me, she's delicate, you know, in a sense, and then I'm heirs with her, what happens? My prayers won't be answered. Because I'm not, I'm not putting her in the right place, and that's meeting the emotional needs of my spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm dwelling where I'm finding out what makes her tick. Mm-hmm. I'm finding out what makes her tick. I'm finding out what makes her go. But go ahead, babe. But that's no, that sounds really good, baby. I think a lot of that is um, what you were saying. All of that was very good. Good scripture. Um, Thank you. Um, Praise God. References. Um, the thing about it too is that you have to, in order to know to how to meet a person's, your spouse's emotional needs, is that you have to communicate. Yeah, you go to God first because this is their child. I mean, this is God's child. Yeah, um, to know how that person is responding. But however, you need to talk to them right. about what do they like what do these are conversations right. that people that you need to have with your spouse for example a lot of women like affection if you have a one of you know a lot of women i'm not saying all women but if you want affection from your husband and affection is not always sex can i get a name hallelujah it's not always sex right and, I might want to cuddle yeah. that doesn't lead to a lead to a sexual yeah, sometimes that's hard, and I, I know but I have, Ooh, I'll say babe, hard, I have to lead in like babe that's hard. I that's just rough. want you to hold me right now. That's still rough though. So I understand it's rough. <laughs> but, 
But just being honest, go ahead. What I'm saying is, I may lead in, baby. This is not the time that I really want right. sexual, you know, encounter right now. I just mm-hmm. want to. I want you to hold me because I may be going through something. I just want to feel safe right now. Right. I don't. It don't mean we want to be tussling in the sheets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. You have to be able to respect that and yeah. say, I'm yeah. not saying just because I'm saying not right now doesn't mean I'm not coming back yeah. to that. That's but true. right now, this is what I need right now. You may have a wife that likes to get hugs or like to get kisses or let's not even do the touch. It could just be you cleared the dishes off of the table. You bathe the children. Mm-hmm. You put the children to bed. You you know what I'm saying? Those are things that are paying attention. And it's it's sometimes it's the verbal ones that we explain. Right. Or it's the nonverbals that you know, I know if I did this for my wife, mm. that this would make her sad. This would make her happy. Right. And guess what? That could be foreplay. And mm. you still, everybody win. The wife happy and hubby going to be happy later on. Let's just keep it real. Yes, yes. Because I'm like, you're paying attention to those nonverbals. If you know I've had a long day and you realize there's a stack of dishes in the sink, you just go in there and start washing. Nobody had to say anything. You washed the dishes. You cleared off the table. You did different things. Hey, that sets up for a good night. That's right. all I'm saying. I'm just saying that's just a little nugget that I'll share with you all yeah. for Things that we don't say then if we don't communicate it through verbally, but those are nonverbals, paying attention, reading the room and realizing my wife may need a little bit of affection on this end. That's paying attention to those fine details that only you can, because you got to realize God placed you both together for a reason. And God loves marriage. He defined marriage and he wants you to have all of those things. And so he wants us to constantly grow and learn together. And that's, you know, on a, on an everyday basis, let's not get complacent. Like we've been married this year, be 22 years. Mm-hmm. And I still love hanging with this man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's my best friend, He, you know, straight up. But we spend that time communicating. Are we perfect? No, I tell you this all the time. We're not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Yeah. Point blank. I don't want nobody thinking, don't look at us like, oh, no, 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 no. We are walking this out as we're speaking to you. These are things that we're walking out. And it gets, you know, as you, the longer you've been married together, you have to be very creative yeah. about things, you know, <laughs> being intentional about things. Yeah. We're not at the newlywed stage where we first get <laughs> got married. You know, but I still feel that love for him. He still makes my, when he comes in the room, he still makes like a little tingly in my stomach. Just when he comes, I'm like, my hubby here. You know, I feel safe. There's still that there. Yeah. And so in order to do that, you have to be intentional about stuff. So that's just my little, you know, spiel. Oh, that, that ain't little. On, <laughs> that ain't little. That ain't little. That's affection. Huge. I mean, that's what we're talking about today that's is huge. affection, you know, meeting your spouse's needs. Yeah, that's, you pretty, know? that's pretty huge. Though. But I, I was just, that. that's just my, my take on it from a woman's side yeah. of it. And then I'm making sure, and you mentioned something earlier, you said that, you know, men are visual and stuff like that, but they also, you have to also flip this too. Um, You're visual, but also men need affirmation. And if I'm not giving it to him at home, I may be 
you know, giving him all the sex that he want, but I'm talking to him like he is two years old, giving him oh, no boy. respect, yes. no honor and things like that. Then of course there's going to be Sally Sue. Sally Sue might not, might not even look that good. It might look like the bottom of somebody's shoe, but Sally Sue is honoring him. Sally Sue is making him feel like he's the king of the mm -hmm. king of the world, making him feel like he's on top of the world. My words are tearing him down at home. But right. this woman is building him up. And you know, Satan will accommodate yes. when he sees there's a lack or he just needs a crack. Yep. And that's another thing to make sure that I am affirming my husband that when he leaves here, he's trying to run to get back home because this is a sanctuary for him. He's like, I got it. I'm dealing with the tussle and rustle of the world. But when I come home, this is my sanctuary. I can just be myself. I can be authentic, real and transparent right. at home, you know, so... Yeah, it, you you you're right about that, and that that emotional need that that emotional need that, that that's met there is affirmation. Um, you know, affirmation is so key for men. Mm -hmm. A man needs to know that he's that he's that he's important. He needs yeah. to know that he's needed. He Definitely. needs to know that he needs to know that he is numero uno. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I, I I know I can't be number one to God. Definitely, you know, yeah. God is the one. But on this on this planet, you know, that helps a man build his confidence. But when you're tearing down your husband, oh. telling him what he's not doing, or I'm gonna tell you this, or you putting your kids before your husband. Oh, that's a kind of um, and you and you and you're busting them out in front of the kids, or you're doing mm -hmm. anything like that. A uh, single woman, I'm gonna let you know. A single man, well, I'm gonna talk about the woman. Single woman, that's one thing you can do. That's one thing that helps you to keep a man is always building them up, because I'm telling you. The devil is, he's always trying to decapitate our head, literally, castrate mm -hmm. us. He's always trying to, to you know, decapitate our purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and and if he can decapitate our purpose, he has us. And so we get beat down mm -hmm. and we're battling every day, you know, mm -hmm. temptations, you know, anger, frustrations. And yeah. we're trying to hear from God and to lead this ship that we call our home. And so when you yeah. got... When you have a man that comes home to his family, he wants to feel like he's safe. He wants to feel like, you know, that he's safe from the world because the world didn't beat this man down every right. day. I'm not, I'm not saying mm -hmm. every, that, that, you know, that, that we, we go through all this, all this, all this, uh, this, these hardships, but hey, it, 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 the, the struggle's real. Uh -huh. And you need to know that, you know, you, you, that man need to set boundaries around himself. Like my wife knows my boundaries. She knows uh -huh. certain things we talk about all the time. And there's nothing wrong with telling your spouse, I can't watch this person on TV. Yeah. Oh, but we have people. We, we that got we people. Say like, look, we can't watch this. <laughs> we be like, I can't, you know, turn, turn that, turn that turner off. He knows if, if I'm watching a certain yes. series of, uh-uh. Yeah. So don't know. You got to no. know. You got to know. Your, you know, you got to, I know my wife's type. She know my type. You got to, you yeah. got to know boundaries. And that keep, that safeguards your marriage because, you know, you know, you're meeting the emotional, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, emotional weakness of your spouse. Uh -huh. And they need to know, you know, what, what makes you what makes you weak, what makes you strong and whatever. You know, so like, you know, my wife, no bodies, but at the same time, make sure you are lifting your man up. Make sure you're you're praying over him and being there for him Definitely. and making sure you're you're making you're making him feel like, you know, look like you're the best. I mean, you, you the lights can be. I remember I heard a story. Right time, and I'm looking mm -hmm. at this candle. Uh -huh. This lady, I think I read the story. I think it's actually a true story, but it was um this lady who came home. This man came home, and her, her she was sitting at home, and the lights were all off, but she had candles lit. Yeah. Rather than telling her husband that the lights got cut off because right. they the bill the bill um the the bill wasn't paid, she said, "You know what? I decided to turn the candles on in the house so I can make you feel soft in that in that home." Mm -hmm. yeah. Even though he knew. He That's knew. what happened. Yeah. She still made him feel That's like, good. don't worry about it. 
you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm going to like, I'm, we lighting candles because I want, she tried to make his heart and his confidence so at ease so he won't feel like, man, we got enough. A failure, feel like, feel a, like failure. a failure. Yeah. You know, we beat ourselves up all the time and we want to make sure that we lead our household right. And so you women, you are here to protect us and keep us just like we're here to protect you and cover you. We're also here. You're also here to protect our backside. And that's why you, you're the rib. You protect our vital uh, organs. Yes. But, you know, um, you know, the world is after after the man. He's after to take the man out of the household. And mm-hmm. we just need we need that emotional and prayer support. You definitely. Know? Yeah. Definitely. So it's good to hear that from you. I knew that that was, you know, that's one of the things I, I definitely um it helps that <laughs> I am an encourager. That's one of my, oh, my yeah. you oh, know, yeah. so, but it does help to know that that's something that's life-giving words. And that's, that's across the board yeah. um, to give to each other is our spouses. And it pours over into our kids because our yeah. kids are watching. Ultimately, yes, it's not just for our kingdom marriages, but our, for our kingdom homes, for mm. our kids to see that we are affirming each other. We are lifting each other up and they, they duplicate what they see. And so um, we try our best to, to place that in front of our children so that they know mommy and daddy are going to speak life over each other. They may not say it in that language. They're teenagers. They're not going to say life over, you know, but they (laughs) will say they speak kind to each other. They're not yelling and hooping and hollering because, you know, that's going to tear a son down to see his father talking to his mother in your kind of way or vice versa. Me talking to their dad like that, you know? Right. So definitely affection goes both ways. Meeting the emotional needs of our spouses is the key thing that we need to do to help safeguard our marriages. And that makes our marriages fireproof that the enemy can't even try to come in because we're making sure that everyone's needs are met. Yep. And you wouldn't have an Eve moment uh, in this situation where (laughs) she, you know, there's an emotional breakdown and then that man, you know, that man get caught up in, and then we we are redeeming Jesus to redeem us and thank right. God for his redemption. Thank, thank God you, he went to the cross thank for all you, of Lord. us. You yes. Know? But um, yeah, this is this has been a good one. Yeah, well, go ahead and could you wrap us up with a prayer, babe? Lord, I, I thank you, Father, that that each spouse on here will will meet their emotional needs through thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you will strengthen each couple. You keep them emotionally connected to you, thank and they will Lord. keep they will stay emotionally they will stay emotionally supported to each other. You said submit yourself one to another is on to you, and we thank you, Father, that you're thank doing you, that. Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Well, we thank you so much. We hope that you were able to get something from this episode today, and just stay connected with us. Um, and and hold on because we have much more to come. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Be blessed. Be blessed. Hey, if you want to stay connected with us, here are some of our social media handles. Our website is uh, Better Together, T-W-O, the number two, gather.com, as well as on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, we'd love to stay connected with you. So follow us on these different social media platforms. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Bye.